Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is CJ. Uh, my name is Rahul. And this is Nerds and Basketball. Uh, the very this, uh, first episode. The very first episode, yeah. Uh, crazy, man. I'm excited. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited, too. Uh, maybe you should explain what Nerds and Basketball is, CJ. Wow, th- thanks. Thanks, Rahul. <laughs> okay, so Nerds and Basketball. Um, a little backstory. Me and my friend here, Rahul. Um, he's, he, he was my, I was going to say neighbor. No, he was my roommate. <laughs> he was my roommate. I almost said neighbor. I don't know why, but he was my roommate neighbor back in. the Same room. <laughs> yeah, neighbor in the same room. <laughs> he was my roommate for the past, uh, for the first year of my university career. And, and yeah. we had these really long, co- like we would take, <laughs> we would take study breaks go to the living room and just study talk. breaks study breaks study breaks and we would go to the living room and just talk basketball but or not even talk basketball just have a conversation and that conversation would lead mostly to basketball and mostly to things that we enjoy together and, and for like hours and for yeah hours. it was stupid so for those people who for the people who are going to listen to this good luck studying. we're just going to try to keep it as short as possible but you know <laughs> we we had i remember uh Backstory, um, my dad drove in from Mississauga to Scarborough because he was so stressed. I left my phone in the in the room and we were just talking in the living room because we just had a, an awesome conversation. But anyway, this is Nerds in Basketball. We're the nerds. We like basketball. So, uh, yeah. How are you, buddy? How's, how's your summer? Good. My summer was good. Uh, you know, school starting off, everything like that. So, so uh, that's going. Um, busy. Uh, as I know you are busy as well, you know life's just going stuff like that too. How about you? How's how's summer? How's everything? It was good. A lot of um, a lot of physical work, but nonetheless, it's been it's been <laughs> a lot good. Of, yeah, a lot of physical work. <laughs> a lot of physical work. What did you? Uh, what, for, what did you do? Like, tell me what you did. Like, well, everything, I mean, man. Like, where where'd you go? Everything. Okay, so well, actually, I went to I went to Orlando with some friends for a week. Uh, that was fun. Okay. We we hit up we hit up like uh, the Disney World or Disneyland things like that too. Went to Orlando. Uh, I think I got drunk off a single martini one day and it was like very embarrassing. Um, but uh, no, otherwise like yeah, that was that. And mostly it was just like a lot of work. I was working full time in the summer. Uh, there was that. Um, oh gosh, hit me on the spot right now. I would think it was the most interesting summer, but I would say it was productive, uh, for sure. Last summer was a lot more fun. I went to England for about three weeks, and that was right. that was a really fun time. Okay. Great country. Uh, but yeah, yeah, pretty productive summer, I would say. Uh, yourself, let's see your deed. So, uh, uh, if, for the viewers here, since you know this is listeners, this is audio. You can't. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Listeners, uh, since it's all audio, uh, you may not know, but uh, CJ, um, he's absolutely ripped. He's ripped God's for God. I am not ripped. He could squat. I've seen this in front. He could squat like three cars. Like it's pretty okay. insane. He calls that his warm up. Yeah. Not three cars. Two cars. Two cars. Two cars. Come on, guys. Oh, Come on, my now. bad. My bad. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, like that's all I've been doing. I've just been working on. Um, my digital career 
yeah. working on like a bunch of websites, uh, yeah. working for this amazing collective, SFC Arts Collective. And while I'm, you know, doing that, I, I was just lifting weights on the side. <laughs> lifting weights on the side. And yeah, so casual. Just, so casually, just, you know, training so on the side. So yeah, that's what I've been up to. Um, and I'm back at that's school. Good. What are you up? What, what are you up to now? Uh, so I'm back school. I'm on my work term still, but I'm taking a class just for pre-rec stuff. So that's fine. Work's solid. Uh, it's going well. It's related to my degree, so I'm still at like the university, still uh, trucking there. Uh, but it's going well. It's going well. It's uh, really enjoyable. Um, yeah, that's about it. I think that's uh, that's that's about as uh, comfortable I am about sharing my personal life with all these listeners. Listeners. Let's hope You'll learn more. Yeah, yeah. Let's, we'll, 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 we'll learn more about each other as we go along. Um, as we go. Uh, yeah, sorry that one guy that's listening. My mom. Hi, Rahul's mom. Hi, Rahul. So, um, we should break down like the layout. So, like, uh, how, how are we going to format this? Tell me. So Tell me how we do this. The format would be, we'll just, you know, try to keep it as casual as possible. Mm. Conversation about basketball and nerd stuff we, we we keep a list of stuff we would want to talk about so it's something mm-hmm. we'll probably prepare well no not probably we need to prepare before <laughs> every show um yeah. we'll just you know skip around see how it goes see how it flows uh, keep it yeah. nat- all out all natural and the cool, oh, thing is, <laughs> the cool thing is we're gonna try to keep it as raw as possible um yeah so you know, I'll, I'll swear words no 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 damn heck, gosh darn PG, this is a PG thirteen show, ladies and gentlemen. PG thirteen. Oh god. PG twelve. PG twelve. Nope, not PG thirteen. No, let's not talk about Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, PG thirteen. Uh, TV shows, interestingly enough, they're allowed to use the F word once per season in a non-sexual manner. It's actually like a rule they have. It's the strangest rule I've ever seen. Where it's like you're allowed one F word every season. Find the best place to put it, and it, it's hilarious when you hear it on your favorite show. They just drop the f bomb, and you're like, that, "That's like, you know what? If there's like too many f bombs, it kind of like loses its like power. But when you have a show which is like pretty PG thirteen, where like, oh god, damn, or darn, stuff like that too, and they just drop the f bomb, you're like, damn, yeah. that, you, damn, you, you go with damn. Like, what the heck? What the yeah. Why do you use that word? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Okay, well. PG twelve. <laughs> I don't want PG twelve. PG twelve. PG twelve. Okay. Okay. Um. So actually, let's let's ask. Let's, let's, how do we get into basketball? How did we get into basketball? How did you get into basketball? What What's your What's your basketball story? Tell me about your basketball story. So basically, honestly, I wasn't a big sports guy until well, basketball was probably the first sport I really got into, but that was only in grade ten. And what happened was my friends were like, yo, we're doing this basketball pool. We want to be in. And like, I'm like, okay, I don't know much about this. But if you ever play like a fantasy pool, you kind of know like uh, there's like the numbers to it too. And you always mm-hmm. kind of want to be that guy that beats your friends. I'm mm-hmm. like, let's yeah, be into this, right? So I got super into it saying like, oh, like, you know, I tried breaking down the math thing saying like, no, I need to get this category, stuff like that too. And then in doing so, in my draft, I drafted uh, Paul George, right? And like, okay. honestly... It, like, I like the story of it, because before, like, this is back uh, 2011, I don't even know, uh, Dane, like, Indiana, they lost to Miami, Danny Granger out for the year, and they were basically saying to this young guy, Paul George, saying, like, yo, we need you to step up as a leader, and it was really cool just watching the entire season, 
just kind of step up as that leader. And, you know, I know that for some viewers, you may not remember this, but Indiana Pacers, and honestly, Big Oladipo, you're doing some great work right now. Uh, they used to be one of the best teams in the East. Like, they were tough. Like, man, like, when they, like, there was, like, this 2014, 2015 team. Number one in the East, they had such a great first half. And, yo, I was, as a fan, I was ultra pumped. But, yeah, it really just started with that, just small things, just watching this Indiana Pacers team and saying, like, wow, I love the way they're playing basketball. You know, really grinding it out, like, you know, just, like, defense, stuff like that, too. And I just got into it from there. And, honestly, mm-hmm. it really just helped me to like enjoy more sports and even like more so just like getting to like more personal fitness stuff like that too right i, I appreciated like athletics so much more just because of that you know that fantasy draft and that's why paul george even though paul george yeah just go he's my favorite player even though like uh, another personal play, favorite player myself is lebron james because i respect that guy on like, so many different levels mm-hmm. um but yeah and in terms of playing basketball i've always been like a tall dude right um, but like He's I never, ten, really everyone. Played. I'm, I'm six ten and I, I lift five cars. No, yeah. um, no. But, like I was always tall as a kid, so like I did. I never played basketball. I wish I kind of did, but like I played with maybe some friends occasionally, and like that would be like the biggest farce because they were all shorter than me. Yeah. I would just basically like cherry pick from underneath the net and just get easy layups. Yeah. And honestly, that's that's my game. Like my shot is broken. My handles none. Um, and when it comes to like just my post moves, I'm not bad. I'm not terrible at my post moves. I know how to make it work. Hence my nickname, Post Charmone, which I gave myself. Post Charmone. That's my last name, Charmone. So Post Charmone. Oh, but, you know uh, your first and last name now. Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> oh. oh no, that's it. We gotta. This is the last episode of There's a Last Episode. My identity will get stolen. Oh gosh. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's, that's basically about me. How about the, how about you, uh, CJ? Uh, <laughs> uh, so I, I grew up in the Philippines, and uh, to all the listeners, I hope my aunts and uncles who are here in the Philippines listening to me, basketball is like it's like a, the, the it's the sport of the Philippines. So to say. I I wouldn't say it's a sport, but yeah. it's it's a big deal up, uh, down there. So grew up. Um, watching like my my grandfather and my dad um, watch basketball games, and I remember <laughs> um, there's like recordings of different games. One of them was like Jordan's blue game. It was amazing. As a kid, yeah. you wouldn't understand that, but like now I'm like, wow! I watched the full. I didn't watch it live, but I watched <laughs> the blue game record. I was like, it's, it's just amazing. Uh, but anyway, played basketball like as a kid. You know, start off with the little tykes, plastic rims, and then moved up to street ball with uh, slippers on, slippers only. Uh, and then moved on to like little clinics that they would hold in our area, yeah. which then moved on to um, uh, clinics that were um, hosted by my mom's uh, company sometimes. And then just kept on going from there. It, it's never been my sport. I was, I'm actually not. <laughs> If I'm being honest, like to be completely honest, I'm not that great at the game. Um, yeah. But um, entering Canada like in 2007, it became you know the the blacktop and pickup games and all that stuff. Um, and I grew up in, in into high school weighing in like 200, 220 pounds, etc. Kept gaining weight because I was playing football at the time. 
So mm. uh, I was like bulking up clay offensive line at two thirty around uh, two hundred thirty pounds in, in the yeah. mid midway through high school when I was twelve, and in university I you know you just eat ramen noodles and that's a real that's that's legit like you just eat ramen noodles and you know try to survive and that gained I gained even more weight than them but I still played basketball my knees were awful mm. um, I can barely run. And like just just uh, a year ago, I started losing weight, started putting time in the gym, eating better, and now I'm like 180. As of this morning, I I weighed I weighed in. I used to be 265 last year, and now I'm 184, which is and insane. Uh, that's like the like wow. I'm, thank you, thank you. So uh, we, we had we had this conver- we had a conversation earlier um, yeah. about how. I, well, we were having a conversation before we started recording. I'm starting to shift my play style because I'm no longer the big man that can post up. Because I'm true. My my weight dropped, right? So I would I would still try, because like I'm, yeah. I'm kind of like I'm I'm five nine, five ten yeah. with shoes. So yeah. like I can I can try I can I can pick up especially with like uh people who are maybe like six two six three I can kind of post up, but my yeah. game is really sh- like I've I've been trying to shift my game. I've been watching a lot more LeBron and Kobe, yeah. um, rather than watching, you know, um, Wilt Chamberlain and, and Shaq. And, I mean, I can't dunk either way, right? But like my yeah. my big yeah. size back then was allowed me to you, post in. So i Are you working, working on your handles? Uh sure, sure. Let's 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 let's. Uh, I I do I do machine gun dribbles every every time I go to the court. That that's for sure. Machine gun. I, I'm not one of a dribble guy. I'm more of like a pass first. Well. Others will say other uh, people will say otherwise. But I'm I'm more of like find find the the five hole and pass it or whatever. But my 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 shots been better. Uh, I I have a mix of like Westbrook, Melo, Lonzo. No, how no. Dare, hey Lonzo's. Oh, we're gonna talk about that later. Lonzo shot is we'll, we'll, we'll drop beautiful. some Lonzo. Combo, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, I've been lear- I, I started relearning Kobe's post game, which is literally. Like, back in move your feet feel out the defense and fade mm-hmm. which i think is going to be my favorite thing to do now because i'm actually really i i so i, I i'm really good at it surprisingly oh enough. my gosh and then lebron's drive like driving into the paint like i'm yeah. trying to be as explosive as possible but i can't you uh that. Are you trying like a, a James Harden euro step with that too i you know, oh, strong, that you know what you know what? You know what's funny what? too. I kind of have a little bit of a game with James Harden because I'm, I'm really like it's it's weird. Like I can only take threes with a step back. It's weird. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Like it's 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 weird because like either they it's like a pass and then shoot and it's like yeah. a 50-50 shot. But like my step back is crazy. Like you can ask like the people that I played with over the summer. Like my oh, step back is wet. Like it's actually wet. So, do you do like the bowl thing after? Words too. Do you have like a beard? No, Are no, you, like, I'm not. MVP? I'm not. No, no, the beard is not there. But I kind of. <laughs> but no, the bowl. I don't want to. I don't want to get cursed by base god. So you know. <laughs> but, <laughs> do you remember that? I was just saying. Yo, yo, that's what I love about the NBA. The the, the drama that gets into the game. Right. It is so funny. It's oh so man. Funny. Yeah, okay. so that's that's my story. I'm just now I'm shifting my play style. Um, 
And yeah, that's how I got that's how I got into basketball. <laughs> um yeah. Do you wanna drop into some of the topics you have there in that case? So yeah, let's do I it. I guess that I guess typically the way we're gonna do this, we're gonna keep it kinda sectioned off because uh, we want both like our listeners to like listen to both sections obviously, but yeah. there's gonna be people that like don't know the basketball but kinda wanna be in the nerd stuff or yeah. you know, people that just like just you know, wanna skip through. So we're gonna generally hit up that basketball first and you know, we're probably gonna hit up some other sports, but we mm-hmm. kinda wanna focus on that basketball exactly. right now. Exactly. And then we'll go into transition to nerd culture and there's a lot of stuff there. Um there's some main street nerd culture. Uh but we I think eventually we'll get to kinda like those that more niche nerd culture. Uh, just like stuff like that too um so yeah um let's talk basketball i guess we'll do like a quick little recap because like this is like ages ago like the season's about to start but we're gonna talk about the 2017-2018 postseason um one of them one it it was interesting leading up to the finals but Mm. uh, the the first game of the finals was interesting for obvious reasons we'll get to that later hold up some Tennessee, um, but uh, uh, again, a boring finals in my opinion. But uh, you know how that went, or no? But uh, let's talk about that 2018 postseason a bit. Uh, 2017, 2018. Uh, I'm I'm saddened because I was I was real. My heart, like, really. Oh, my my heart was so big for the Raptors. I don't know why because yeah. The the Celtics was injured. Uh, the, sorry, the Celtics were injured. Philadelphia is, is trusting the process, but their process is not done. And yeah. then you got the Cavs, which was like, if I'm being honest, it was a joke of a team. It was it, a joke. Yeah, it was a joke like, of a team. There like, was no, there was there was nothing there except for LeBron. LeBron, Kevin Love, who you know, Kevin Love's okay, a Kevin good Love. player, but like, you know, that team just it lacked defense. It, it didn't have the depth they needed. And, you know, they finished fourth in the East, like, which is, you know, the East got better, but still, right? yeah. that's all the thing. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Raptors, I, I echo. I echo. When they got, was it a sweep this year? Was this? They were ready to by the Cavs again? Or was it like, did they win at least one game? No, or was they it a sweep? Okay, we'll touch on that in the offseason because I felt they took a bold move that I love and also hated at the same time, but... We'll hit that. We'll hit that in the offseason stuff. But you know, we're talking about Kawhi yeah. Leonard. Kawhi yeah. Leonard, please stay. Please stay. Um, those of you who don't know, we're Canadian, so you know the raps are the raps are us basically. Um, but yeah, um, I guess I'll go on this quickly. So Golden State Warriors are champs again. You know, oh wow, I'm surprised. Like you know, that's the thing. Like I'm always pumped going into NBA season, but you know, having a team like Golden State where like quite literally right now it's again with the Marcus Cousins when he gets mm-hmm. back it'll be basically an all-star lineup just five all-stars basically mm-hmm. it is like it is like the mon squad um basically Big, and, like, yeah that's true yeah I agree literally literally like it's kind of crazy like honestly well shout out to LeBron Space Jam too like literally instead of the monsters it's just going to be him playing gold State. uh but uh basically uh but yeah I'm not surprised and you know Prediction-wise, it's going into this next season. Like, come on! Like, if no injuries, nothing catastrophic, they'll they'll, they'll be fine. They'll coast. Through. I honestly think that West, I think, got kind of softer this year, and I think they'll coast through. Yeah. Sorry, you say the West got softer? Ah, uh, yeah, man. I don't know about you, but the West 
Okay. Barring, barring, okay, barring LeBron, LeBron, LeBron. <laughs> that's an upgrade to a team that has a lot of issues still, but mm-hmm. has LeBron, which will make the playoffs, but will not do anything maybe another year or two. But right. this year, looking at what the Rockets did, missing some key pieces, mm-hmm. last season the Rockets were looking good. I say took them to Golden State Game 7. You know, something could have happened there, but uh, this year I feel it's like even less likely anything happening. Um, and like in terms of that, I, I don't know. West, it didn't feel uh, I, I didn't feel like the Warriors really have any big threats coming at them right now, except you know, the like the like the Minnesota Chicago Bulls are uh, are a joke um, right now. <laughs> oh gosh, you hear that Jimmy Butler stuff? Oh, God, we'll get to that later. Yeah. There's actually a lot of stuff that happened. Like like as late, but stick to this postseason stuff. Sorry. Yeah. No, um, no you're good. You're good. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna just swing over to the next topic because I think we both agree with the goals. Actually, no. I, I'm gonna rant a bit about the whole J.R. Smith thing. I know this is this is done. <laughs> Twitter Twitter did this, but my heart sank on that. Like that meme everyone saw where it's like little pointing. Like mm. I my heart never broke so much. Just saying like that. I looked at him like that's the moment where you said I'm just leaving. I'm yeah. gonna. Screw off and go to the Lakers. But like, I, as a professional's athlete, you know J.R. Smith always been kind of like goofy. Yeah. But um, but like honestly, like at least have integrity for what you did. You made a mistake. He even says like, oh, I thought we were ahead. Like you see him mounting that yeah. in the post post game interview, and even Tyrone Lue even like disagrees with him too. He, he was straight up saying like, oh no, I'm trying to do a play. And like, man, you made a huge mistake. Like like the like a playoff ruining like championship run man if you win game one at oracle that's insane that's what i'm saying but still uh, and george Hill should have made that free throw too but like i said like come on like own up to it but th- this sure he made the mistake a dumb mistake you're a pro whatever whatever stupid but still just own up to the mistake and that's the thing that irked me the most I feel. yeah no 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 what's cool is that people are blaming jr smith and like you, you can you can definitely argue, yeah, it was Jared Smith's fault. But don't forget, George Hill missed the free throw. That free throw could have put them up. And okay, eighty percent shooter, eighty percent shooter. Exactly. Not bad. Exactly. Yeah. Like let's okay. So let's let's walk let's walk through it play by play. George sure. Hill gets the, the the free throw, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it doesn't matter. Even even if the Warriors had a timeout or not, it yeah. would have still been what was it three seconds, four seconds. It was short on time. It was like literally three, four. Yeah, I would say. Okay, that. so they have four sec, three, four seconds to um, take a jump shot, whether that be on the two or on the three. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, so okay, say for example, they didn't have a timeout. They have to bring it in from from the full court line, uh, from the full court. Then they have four seconds. I'm sure Curry can throw something out, but yeah. that's still a chance. The same yeah. with the same with with if it was like if it was um. Uh, if it was half court, they have a timeout. Mm-hmm. With if you if you really think about it, me like if I were LeBron, I'd be like, okay, half court, they're gonna bring it in. We're gonna put you 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 guys are tired. I can see that. I'll talk to, like me. I'm LeBron talking to the team. You guys are tired. I get it. But this is like three seconds. We win this, we have a hold of the of of the Warriors, right? Mm-hmm. So that kind of mentality goes in. You're like, okay, I don't care if you're if you don't foul. Try not to foul. Of course, hold, yeah. Hold down so hard 
that they're gonna have the hardest time taking three. I don't. And if it goes in, like personally, I would be, I would be fine. Like if it goes in and they win, if I, if we were to look back on the tape and I see that that J.R. Smith was holding Durant down and and LeBron's on Curry, like like there's no tomorrow and like exactly, every other yeah. offensive choice is gone. Yeah. But they still got it in. I'd be like, damn. They played amazing, like on on on, the, uh, on ESPN. I'm like, damn, they played they played amazing defense. They just yeah. got out. They just got outplayed with better offense. Well, yeah, with just like you know, like oh, they did their best and they just took a shot. Exactly. But what happened there is it's just heartbreaking. That's I, just so. It's I just agree. so disheartening. Just yeah. like the missed free throw and like before that too, even that block blocking charge. Yeah. Like I, I like my opinion. Like, like sure, I kind of understand why people are thinking it's fifty. But mm-hmm. nothing was conclusive there, and turning over a call—that's a—that's a major decision to make right there. Yeah. And I—I I felt like, sure, I can hear other people's argument. I understand it, but I don't see the evidence. And I feel like if the evidence isn't there, then why overturn it? Turn right. it if right. it's right. not right. like very—if it's not like overwhelming, if it's not like blatantly clear, like why why overturn it? Why do that? And you know what that led to? Two free throws. They take the lead. Yeah, and then like, and then then it's like George Hill again. George Hill should have banked those two free throws. Exactly. Like, sure, that's nerve stuff like that too. But like, I think that was kind of like the recurring theme, where it was LeBron kind of carrying this just this pack of, it's like kind of like you know like this odd bunch of players, right? You had Kevin Love, who, you know he's not like Minnesota Kevin Love, but he's still a very competent player. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you have like George Hill, like a vet. Who, you know, he was on that Indiana team, and he did some great things on that Indiana team. Uh, interesting fact, he was a player that was traded for Kawhi Leonard. So Indiana could have had Kawhi Leonard, too, which has been cool, but whatever. Um, but uh, And then J.R. Smith, who basically, after 2016, got, like, the friendliest contract. is now making insane amount of money, which he's spending on Hennessy. But, um, you know, anything's possible nowadays, but... Uh, it was just that that was like the narrative and like honestly just seeing how the season went you know there's like no better way to have a whole season narrative summed up into like one game lebron james getting like over 50 just to have what i feel like his teammates kind of letting him down a bit yeah no i i couldn't agree more yeah but like speaking of speaking of the speaking of the speaking of the <laughs> speaking of the champions, speaking, so, of. <laughs> speaking of the champions, um, what was I gonna say? Oh, there's been rumors that that Thompson has already made his decision for next year, which is insane. Like, so okay, enlighten me about these rumors because I heard rumors about Kevin Durant. I'll bring them up later, but I want to hear Yeah, yeah. So there, so okay. there's a rumor, uh, not a rumor actually, not even a rumor. It was. Clay Thompson's dad, who went on like a radio or a podcast, and Clay Thompson's dad, if you're listening, we would love to have you on this podcast. Yes, <laughs> but, please. Uh, um, Michael Thompson? Mike, yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so please, sir. He, bring he, Clay's he came, too. He came to a podcast, or he, yeah. he he talked to you on the podcast, and and he said, that, yeah, um, I like he on his opinion, and apparently on the on their camp, they're really leaning towards Thompson because his contract's done on, in, after this season. Mm-hmm. They're leaning to have him in the Lakers, so and he said he said to himself um, that um, he's already used to just being a role player, yeah, being, being beside being the number two guy besides like the the top dog. So him with with Curry, and then now it's gonna be him with LeBron. 
But then when Durant came around, which, by the way, let me ask you this. Is Durant holding Curry back from a finals MVP? Because it's been it's been three and uh three finals now for Curry. Well four No no finals MVP. But no finals MVP. He's already won three rings, which is yeah, you know, great. First MV first uh finals ring that he won, Iggy, Iggy won that because uh, Iggy, Iggy won the MVP because just great job against LeBron James locking LeBron down. Yeah, and then the other two was Durant because Durant had like uh, I'm so I'm so annoyed by it because Durant had like one or two games that really put him up right like yeah. he had like a forty point game whatever. But Curry was holding himself down. Remember the championship game with 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 Cap, with the Cavs last year. That went to Game Five or Game Game Five. Yeah. It went to Game Five, and Curry was consistent. Durant had like two off games, but he had yeah. that one amazing game, and that made him a Finals MVP. Same with same with this year. Durant's mm-hmm. been more consistent, but we're talking about Durant, who has this like has this amazing play style, an All Star, uh, all all on his own. Right versus Curry, who is an All Star all on his own, but is a consistent player and a role player. Right, Durant, you can count on for offense. You can't count on defense. Him on defense. Curry, you can kind of count on him on defense because he steals the ball. Oh but, no, I disagree with that full heartedly, sir. Durant took his defensive game to different levels this year. He was he was one of the, he was a uh, defensive player of the year candidate. I felt for some people, and I kind of agree with that. He. He took his game to a new level. I'm okay. gonna pull up this uh, Kevin Durant. Uh, you know, this is very, very vague bring to bring up, up but Kevin Durant almost brought in two blocks a game, and you know that's a career best right there. It shows like new effort putting in, and just in general, like that offensive, that defense capability. He took his he took his defensive game to a whole new level. He he became a true two way player in my opinion, actually. Okay. Well, hey. It- to each to each their own, my friend. You know, yeah. the way I see the way I see Durant is just, you know, count on him on offense. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, you can make the argument on defense, but we're looking at Curry, who you can definitely count on offense. But on defense, he's like a def- He's a, not like sorry. He's a defensive general on mm-hmm. defense. He yeah. knows how yeah. he talks because he's a point guard. He, he's yeah. their point guard. You need to. He needs to see the court and be like, okay, left side weak, whatever. Or you know, call call left, or uh, he runs for it for steals. He he plays good. Like you can you he you you cannot count on him versus LeBron. If LeBron gets the ISO, LeBron wins all. I mean, LeBron wins the ISO. Yeah, yeah. Well, LeBron's like LeBron's the unit. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, you can count on Curry when it comes to just being a floor general and being an overall like defensive uh, player. But Durant, it's it's a hit or miss for his. As, at least in my opinion, but offensively opinion? he's 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 definitely up there. So, um, yeah. But yeah, Thompson going to the Lakers? What? That's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, not crazy. Also, the other the other rumor about Durant going to the Lakers. That's that's just him. Be- that's so the idea being, LeBron's gonna retire probably in the next six seven years, give or take. Let's say let's give him four years. He four years he's gonna time. be. Yeah, like I, I give him like <sighs> tops three, four years of yeah. being at this level until he. I don't know if LeBron James will be a bench player or if he's just going to retire as a starting player. I, I, I would hate to see LeBron, like, you know, sure, he wants to play still. He wants to play with his son, especially. But 
it'd be kind of weird to see LeBron James in that Vince Carter role, you know, going through teams, just coming off the bench like that, because it would just be kind of a weird thing to see, actually. But uh, I, I like. The, I'm sorry, I like, I'm gonna go. Oh, sorry. Uh, I like. I like to think that, um, like, because every great player went through that. Every every great player went through Kobe. that. Kobe didn't. Okay, well, Kobe didn't go through. Um, he came out of a. That's Kobe, by the time. MJ. MJ went. He didn't. Okay. No, what I'm trying to. That think, wizard doesn't count. Wizards doesn't count. Why? Hold on. Why? Okay. Wizards was just him saying like, okay, screw this. I'm gonna play a season, right? And he still played heavy minutes, right? And okay, it was okay. it was like it was a very weird season for him to do. But he he finished on um, top with Chicago. He's saying like, yo, we won this championship. Sorry, I'm retiring. I'm like, he finished on top, right? Yeah. And I feel LeBron would be more of that player instead of like Vince Carter, who's just staying in the league, you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to um, see. I kind of want to see if, if I'm being honest. I kind of want to see LeBron do like a player, coach, owner role. Oh gosh. Because like, uh, uh, who was it? Was it Roberts? No, it wasn't Robertson. Who was it? There was a player, coach. Was, oh my god. I know. I it was so funny because was, was that Chamberlain? Actually... No, uh, no, Bill Russell. Bill, oh, Bill Russell, Russell. There you go. Bill he Russell. was a player, I'm... coach, and eventually an owner of, of, of the Celtics. It's so funny because I was actually looking this up like a few days ago. Uh, you know, and you don't see it happening. Like before, they would used to do it because, like, literally, it was just like cause the NBA was like you know super popular in the sixties, stuff yeah. like that too. But like, it was just a money saving thing. It's just sort of like, oh, oh man, you have to pay a coach, you have to pay a player. Wait, wait let's just. Put one guy doing the same job, pay him a little bit more, and now we're covered. It's it, it was so funny, but that's how you get like a position like that player coach. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think of it that yeah. way. Yeah, um, but yeah, go ahead, go ahead. The, uh, yeah, I was just I was just going on. Uh, I I wanted to drop this thing because like way back. I don't know why I'm bringing this up, but like I want to bring this up. Uh, Curry, he seems like a cool guy to like hang out with, but uh, just from him like watching. The difference between him and Durant, uh, I feel, is a mentality thing. Durant, I feel he, he's a killer. He's competitive, um, he, abrasive to some points. Curry, he seems like a cool guy. He seems like, yeah, he's chilling. He's your friend. He's your best friend. But I don't see that killer instinct into him. And that's why I feel like, especially in that 2016, mm. um, his, you know, 2016, like, I don't know what happened to him. Like, he, he didn't have the great this um, series against Cleveland that they lost eventually. Right. And, you know, as a unanimous MVP, you expect him to, like, own that season, and he, and he didn't. And he didn't. Um, and uh, I, that's all I'm going to say about that, but I do want to bring up um, what I saw. And this is, I saw this off Instagram, and it's a screenshot from Twitter, and um, I don't recognize him. I think he's a sportscaster. He's verified. But apparently, it's fairly confirmed that Kevin Durant. Uh, is going to the Lakers next season. Like that's he made it sound like Kevin Durant's going to the Lakers, and the idea is right. LeBron retires, uh, Kevin Durant becomes the face of the Lakers, and that's how they're going to do that. So um, it's going to be a big duo for three, four years, like a Durant-LeBron duo, and you know, you go, you start going crazy for that too, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, like you know, that'd be really cool to see. But apparently, like he made it sound like the very, very likely thing to happen. Uh, have you heard about this? No, I've I've heard about it. I've I'm I'm not surprised because you know it's Kevin Durant, but at the same time, 
I'm I'm just seeing it as if if they do it, it's gonna be LeBron for the next four years being the the big player, and then Durant just taking the torch from LeBron yeah. being the next star play, the the core player for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. That's like the big investment. Yeah. And the thing is, if they do that, what happens to the young core? What happens to Kuzma? What happens to to Lonzo? What happens to um, uh, Ingram? Which Lakers invested a whole lot of money, time, and effort in because these guys are up and coming mm-hmm. young stars who are like in their third, second, third year, right? So third, like Ingram with his third year, um, right? Like Kuzma and Ball on their second, mm-hmm. second year. Uh, so Ball's on his second, Kuzma's on his second. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking really young guys who probably have another 10, 15 years in their, in their, well, hopefully they don't have an injury. 10, 15 years in their pocket plus Durant, which probably has another seven, let's say, let's say nine, 10 years, eight, eight, yeah. nine years, eight, nine years, yeah. 10 being just, you know, to round it out. Right? Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. Go on, just go on, go on. I'll just I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm just I don't think from from a from a monetary perspective it's not a great investment. From a or sorry, yeah, from a financial perspective, from from a managerial perspective, from both just playing the game and understanding this is this is these are my chess pieces. I'm yeah. going to I'm going to put a whole lot of time money on this one player who's probably going to Bring, uh, keyword probably gonna mm-hmm. bring us to the championship versus investing on these small core uh, players that will eventually grow into their shoes and grow into yeah. their play style and grow into the game. Yeah, and I'd rather have like I'd rather have three to four um, really good players and have one amazing player and have three um, not near bust but mediocre players. You know what I mean? You know what? I I'm gonna I understand what you're saying. And yeah. you know what? What you say it, it's logical. It makes yeah. sense. But yeah. the one thing, the one equation you have to put on this, this is just not this is not like a regular basketball team. This is not like your Charlotte Hornets. This is not your Orlando Magic. This is this this is the LA Lakers. Mm-hmm. The LA Lakers have a history. They have a prestigious history. And right now they are mired in the literally the worst stretch in franchise history. They right. haven't made the playoffs in years. LA fans are used to their team just dominating the league. Um, you know, constantly winning, going to the playoffs. And, you know, Kobe was such a huge part. Shaq, all these amazing players, everything like that too. And you have to understand that pressure on Magic Johnson, right? And That's you know. There's the approach that, let's say, Philadelphia took, which is, you know, they were tanking for years, but now they've got, like, a nice young squad, and I think they're going to dominate the league for, like, forever. Mm-hmm. But with the Lakers, I feel there's a real pressure of, right now, we want to win. And if someone offers you a chance of, hey, let's get LeBron James. Hey, Kevin Durant's available. Let's bring in Kevin Durant. Sure, it may not be the best for a long-term thing, but... How right. can we say no to having this duo right now, getting to the playoffs, getting a championship run? This is the Lakers. This is L.A. Lakers. Like, man, it is a whole different mentality with them. There is so much pressure. 
playing that purple and gold, yeah. it's you know, it's it's a special thing. But the amount of pressure managing that, playing for that, you know, you have to win. You have to deliver. And um, you know, and I and I'm gonna go on this point too. As someone that didn't get into basketball a bit later, you know, I look at this logically and I say to myself, like, why would Kevin Durant leave Golden State? You know, like he's got a great thing going on there, right? Exactly, he's going good. Exactly. But but you know what? I forget that these kids, like, sorry, they're older than us, but like these guys, they grew up watching your Michael Jordans. They grew up watching, most importantly, your Kobe's. They grew up watching the Lakers dominate. And that chance to say, like, hey, we know you watched uh, you watched Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, you know, like own the league for like five years. Uh, we want you to be the face of this historic franchise and be one of those players. Be, you know, be next to Magic Johnson. Um be next to Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, Wolf Chamberlain. It, it's like it's a ridiculous list. No, like it's a crazy yeah. list. No, like, I agree. I agree. Yeah. yeah. No, it's yeah. That's that's why I'm saying like the move. I would say I I couldn't say no to it. Like no matter how long game play as Lakers, more so the Lakers, you take it and you go with it and you run with it. And it'd be very interesting to see. That's all I'll say. It'd be very interesting. I frankly I I feel that. I don't think it's going to happen. But hell, I was really shocked when LeBron James left my, the Miami Heat all those years ago for Cleveland. I thought that was like a move out left. Field. I said, like, no way. Why would he go back to Cleveland? Like, he's got a good thing going on in Miami. But, you know, he went to Cleveland, got that championship. But, like, still, it, you know, that's why I like about uh, the NBA. A lot can happen. Things can happen. Mm-hmm. Things can change up. Like, case in point. Lane Stevenson, Mr. Blowing Your Ear is now LeBron James' teammate. So that's all I'm saying. That's going to be exciting. I can't wait to see. I, I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to work on their chem- – they're, they're already working on their chemistry uh, postseason. So that's yeah. not going to be an issue. I think it's just going to yeah. be – I think it's just going to be LeBron watching Stevenson have fun. Yeah. And I think LeBron's either just going to be – the the cool older brothers like yeah bro nice or he's gonna be like the, the stern dad like what the hell are you doing what why are you doing why did you do that like, i we oh. got the point great but that's not how like that's not how it plays out but anyway that's a that's a different conversation uh, i want to yeah. ask you um the big things that happened in postseason like for example let's 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 go let's go from from the crazy from the least craziest to the to the most craziest the first one being that Manu retires, man. That, that that really that really hit home for me. I don't know. I don't know about uh, you, but yeah, like, I, yeah. I I never I never really. I've only watched the Spurs do Spurs things mm-hmm. during the LeBron Wade Bosch era. Yeah, when they won that championship against yeah um, against that that big team, and then you 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 forget they also played together. When they beat LeBron and in the Cavs, when they went four and zero against the Cavs, when LeBron went to the finals, um, and and you know they played other 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 teams too. But my point is, you you see Manu being um, this key player who, <laughs> by the way, we don't even talk about him that much. Like we, he gets his highlights, he gets his conversation, he gets his yeah. ESPN moments. <laughs> but it's either it's either Duncan or Parker. Yeah. Right and okay. Manu's right in between, and when when Manu retired, I was like, "Yeah, that's it. That's 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 the end of an era. You got that's the end of the era. Parker in in Charlotte. You got um, 
Duncan, which by the way, people saw him on uh at a Spurs practice, which is funny. Interesting. Uh, I don't back. know, like like no, I wanna say he would come back, but I'm like he's kinda like you know how in high I don't know in high school I don't know about you guys in high school even here in, in, in university you have these seniors that have already graduated but are still at school like what are you doing here man you, you're done get out of here you know it's, it's kind of like that and he got yeah. Manu who uh, apparently his son didn't want him to retire because the chicken yeah. nuggets or the chicken fingers at the Spurs <laughs> at the AT&T building is yeah. amazing so um you know, if we ever get a chance to go to to San Antonio, we gotta try those. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it it was like it was out of it was out of nowhere too, which was yeah. you know it wasn't, which I think that's the best way for someone to retire. I yeah. mean, Wade Wade's gonna go his, do his one last dance. It's gonna be amazing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and then Co- he's he's clearly he's clearly pulling a Kobe because Kobe's like his, Kobe's his like mentor and that's his like idol. Kobe yeah. didn't even pull. Like a Jordan, he just like yeah, this yeah, I'm I'm retiring this year and I'm gonna go on a tour and I'm like, what if you go to the playoffs? Like, and drop sixty in his last game. Yeah, drop drop sixty in his last. Okay, we gotta see Wade. Is he gonna drop sixty? Is he gonna drop seventy in his last game? Is he gonna get injured? Like, uh, so yeah, money, my, money. <laughs> oh no, my knee, my knee. Uh, I've been yeah. shot in the knee. Oh gosh, I used to be a basketball player like you. But then I told my ACL. Oh no, Eric Rose. Oh, that's not talk. That's, a... <laughs> uh, that's depressing. That's that's like that's like the one of the biggest what ifs. If Derek Rose, yeah. Just, oh yeah. my gosh, if Derek Rose just did not get, it. I watched him get injured too. Uh, I was watching my cousin. I watched him live. A big, uh, I was I was watching. I was a big like my cousin's a big Bulls fan, right? Yeah. And like he was literally saying to my ear, like because like they were playing Philadelphia, and right. he was like. Wait, what? They're up twelve. Why is Derek Rose still in this game with a minute thirty? And I'm like, that's no, fine, it's fine. And he gets like injured, and then like, like even though he didn't know what it was, the look on his face, I recall, he was just like, oh god, this is gonna be bad. It's gonna be really bad. And it's the injury that kind of started everything. Which it really did. Uh, but they, yeah, uh, off Derek Rose, just that like lower point, I would say. Um. I want to go on. So before Derek Rose, we were talking about Manu. Um, first yeah. off, as an Argentinian player, huge. Like bringing, like oh, yeah. you know, great. Like great for South American players, um, stuff like that too. Just like you know, promoting that, like getting those international players, you know, the respect they deserve in this league. And some of the top players are in this league are in the future too. Are going to be these international players, and you know, those Olympics are just going to get tougher and tougher. Uh, every time they come around, I feel. But you know, the thing seeing Manu leave, um, it, it kind of made me sad because then it made me start thinking about like, they Greg Popovich is going to leave mm-hmm. too, right? Mm-hmm. His three players are gone. Popovich is going to leave, and you know what? I, I, I frankly believe Greg Popovich is just the greatest coach. Like in terms of just as a human being, over Paul um, Jackson. More than Phil Jackson, because I here's the thing. I'm just looking at this holistically as much as I can. Greg Popovich in San Antonio, which like has no professional teams beyond the Spurs, that's has has made this consistent run for like 20 years in the playoffs, competing, and it's led to five championships. Yeah, and just just like no drama. And you know, one thing that resonates 
resonates with me the most is when Team Duncan retired. Um, Popovich, I remember this in an inter- in, in like an interview, he wore the shirt saying like, uh, "I love Tim Duncan" or something like that too. Yeah. And you know, it just showed like that respect from knowing someone, from working with someone, coaching someone for for like that many years too. And even after this Kawhi drama too, you know. And I think he kind of discussed this too. He he, it felt like he kind of missed those old days, the way days with Tim Duncan, the days when you know players were reliable, the days when San Antonio wasn't. You know, it's so weird to see San Antonio the spotlight of this NBA drama with this whole Kawhi Leonard thing. Like Kawhi Leonard seemed like the perfect Spurs player, low key, head in the game. He knew what he had to do, and it looked cool, looked great. He's the next step in the Spurs' future, but. That kind of got all blown out of the water, and now it just—I—I I don't know. I—I want—I want the Spurs' legacy to end off in a high point, but mm-hmm, Greg mm-hmm. Popovich has just done an amazing job with them. Like, it, how crazy is it to say that like one team for 20 years straight consistently made the playoffs and was consistently competing? Like, that's—that's that's insane. That—that that is, that, like, that is insane. Like, and. No, it's it's a whole culture they had there, and you know, amazing. But it it kind of brought me down. But seeing Monty retire, just saying like you know, it's end of an era. Yeah. Now it's a Brad Stevens era. It's Brad Stevens. Oh, Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich. Picked, he picked his successor, and he picked Brad Stevens. And you know what, Brad Stevens, I feel like he's up to the challenge. So let's That's see what he can do with the Celtics. I'm excited. I'm excited about that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Boogie. Or not boogie, sorry. That's the last one. Uh Mellow flies high with the Rockets. Oh no. I we we were out, okay, wait, hold on. Let me let me let me I was talking with my friends at school. Um yeah. my basketball friends at school and they were like, Oh, what do you think about Mellow? And I'm like, Oh, you mean jab step, jab step, fake a shot, jab step, jab step. Not even moving <laughs> Jab, 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 fake, yeah. jab, and then jump shot and it'll be it'll be rim or brick. <laughs> that's yeah, that's, he, that's Carmelo for you. I mean, yeah, yeah, his game hasn't really evolved too much. What I noticed is from his younger days now, he basically got a bit more chubbier, and he just started missing his shots. Shots he used to make and drain and be like ice cold. Right. He he is just. By the way, break. out of all the players, I've never seen like he he's always been you know consistent on the shot. But he has always been consistent on a shot that's been flat since day one. I don't know if you've noticed that he doesn't have a, a very high volleyed shot. It's very, it's very like pop. Is it a flat shot? It's a flat oh shot, God. man. Like to say, it's the same with West. Well, Westbrook's kind of higher, but but he jumps, he jumps higher than than Carmelo, and he he's more <laughs> of like jump, release, and go, which kind of mm-hmm. makes it like it kind of makes it flat, but at the same time, it's high of the, it's high enough that it's hard to to block but with mellow it's 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 a flat shot it's it's nice and simple which is great but like he lost that he lost his touch um he lost his touch for sure yeah. I'm, I'm gonna switch the scriptures up because i mean because it's funny because the rockets actually had probably the player with the flattest shot ever um chandler parsons chandler parsons i watched like a big yeah. compilation of this yeah. his shot was flat like it was really no. Ridiculous yeah, no, Park. I see that. Yeah, yeah, no, I, mm-hmm. I, I can see that. Yeah, Parson has a very, yeah, he has a, um, not just a flat shot too. His fades are flat. Like, yeah, he's not, he's not super athletic. He had a great year, but now he, he kind of went the way of Derrick Rose with injuries, and he yeah. Derrick Rose. And, he, 
It, I'm like sorry. I, 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 I'm sorry. Like, I know you're a fan. I'm a Rose, I'm a Bulls fan before I was a Rose fan. It's so just... Wait, are you are you wait are you like a Minnesota fan now? No, 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 no. I'm well, a, always because be, the I'm... Bulls are basically on like the Minnesota right now. So yeah, they all the Timberwolves. The all they need is uh, Noah, and they basically have like all the limbs of Exodia, and then they <laughs> could just like. <laughs> yeah, basically, but like and then... you're not gonna pull a Timberwolves. Anywhere soon, because you still got your core players of Wiggins and Cat. So, but that's a different that's a different conversation for maybe the next podcast. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we'll, 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 there's so much. Like it's it's starting to heat up right now. But you're right. Keep it on like the like the like off season stuff yeah. right now. Yeah. The next one is Boogie Goes Gold. Now I I kept the second last because the last one is just it, it it's part of our it's part of us. But yeah. Otherwise, Boogie goes to the Golden State Warriors, and I don't know why because, um, because last year, because last year, um, you know, we had or uh, I don't know if you saw that video, but he was passing by Durant getting interviewed, and he's like, "Bruh, like what? Why? How? What? How? Why? How?" So, uh, you know, it's it, it's um. It's interesting because apparently he's he's on a career-ending injury or something. It's an Achilles. Uh, it's okay, an Achilles. It's an Achilles. Bad, okay. He's bad. a big guy too. It's a big guy too, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I w- see when you look at when you look at big trades, you always think of chemistry first. But at this mm-hmm. point, there's no real reason for us to look at chemistry. We're just yeah. gonna look at the domination they're gonna pull off, mm-hmm. right? I want you to think of it, and I saw this. Um, I, I guess it's a meme, but I feel like it's gonna happen. It's actually gonna happen, like maybe ten, fifteen years from now. Um, there's gonna be there's gonna be an ESPN thirty for thirty, where it's the the subtitle is "What if I told you there was a player so great they had to build a team with five all stars just to beat him." That was the subtitle. ESPN thirty for thirty presents. LeBron James versus LeBron the world. James. And I'm like, versus the world. Okay. That's insane. That's so true. Because you start off with, uh, okay, let's go back. Warriors blew a three-one lead. But my <laughs> my point being, you have you have one of the greatest players of all time dominating the game, even without winning a championship. By the way, dominating mm-hmm. the game, and and like they won a championship and they add another key player. Mm. What like, huh? Like okay, I get the big moves and everything, but we're talking, we're talking not even like big money. We're talking one million for the year, or like one point five million for the year. That's that's barely an apartment in San Francisco. Exactly. That's like that's like that's like that's like loose change for them. But then again, he has money from um, like from from New New Orleans and and the Kings. But my point is like. I mean, if we're thinking basketball championship mentality, I mean, great, good for him. But at the same time, yeah. at the same time, we're gonna we're gonna see this as, um, wow, Durant joined his enemy, and now Boogie joined the best team in the world. Yeah. What a what a legacy for you guys. We'll go back thirty when I'm when I'm uh, how old am I? I'm twenty two years old. <laughs> when I'm mm-hmm. sixty years old, and I'm telling my kids and my grandkids, oh, back in my day, we had these amazing players but mm-hmm. they all decided to be a bunch of 
losers and join each other. And we'll only have two teams that are playing each other for the next 10 years. I know. Like, I know. I sound something fun. like you're taught. We're talking back in my dad's era when Jordan had to fight through every team. Man. I'm talking yeah. like, yeah, I'm talking the East was crazy and the West yeah. was crazy. And when the finals <laughs> came around, it would, it either went to game six or game seven or game five. But like, that's yeah. it. Like there was no game four games, but there was no game I, four championships. It was all like game five. So four, one, four, one win or game six four two. Game seven, four three, right? Mm-hmm. It's it was a battle. Now it's like yeah. okay, we can argue, sure, game seven, whatever. But this, this era has been like either this team versus this team. It's pretty predictable. It's gonna yeah. go this way. It was four zero this year. Yeah. Be Kaye, we paid two hundred dollars for NBA league pass for this pile of garbage. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm I'm kind of upset with Boogie moving. I feel like he did AD wrong so hard because AD wore his yeah. jersey. AD was his, AD was his friend. AD was loyal. AD's when MB AD is I love AD, but um that's that that's you know I I I echo everything you say right yeah. now. Uh, I feel the difference is like I kind of thought to myself initially in first like wait a second, who cares if Golden State wins all these games? Didn't like the Bulls do that before? but you really brought up a good point um it was like a battle like it was Mike. like it was it was a great team the bulls but like yeah. michael jordan it was just always saying like how is michael jordan gonna do this he's gonna be this player this player now it's a thing where it's just sort of just like oh golden state's gonna win they're just the best that's how it is but like before it was just sort of like my gosh we are witnessing something amazing here two three people amazing it was so difficult to like you know replicate of course um, and that just speaks to Michael Jordan. But um, I'm gonna, uh, you know, I, I I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, and I do believe this is a point. But again, it's just the Warriors and Boogie just being smart. Here's the thing: you're in the Warriors position. We have a great team already. What can we do? Mm, we could get literally an All-Star center if he works out. Great. We basically have a better team, which would seem impossible. If he doesn't, who cares? We only put some money on him, and we still basically have like, like, an all-star lineup at this point, right? Yeah. Um, but here's the thing too. I would boogie, and this I read this too. Apparently, you know, he wasn't getting too many offers from other teams because again, the Achilles—that's a major injury. That's, that's a true. big injury. That's true. That's a I'm major angry. injury. And yeah. the and the way it happened too, if you watch, it wasn't contact. He was just jumping and it just it just tore. That was it. And that's that's kind of concerning. And he said, here's the thing. Boogie, he he did a smart move. If I do one year with Golden State, it's it's still a pressure to win, but you know, it's kind of a like it's a fun environment. I can be there. I can have a chance to win a ring. I can really raise my stock. For one year and then sign a contract with someone else, right? Because no one's mm. giving me anything right now. And if you had the choice, why not sign with the champions, right? And you know what? I I understand what he did. Um, it's I feel bad for AD. I feel bad for the Pelicans because you know they made the move. They wanted to go with the whole you know two big man twin tower idea too. But uh, I think this will just give more shine. Like this will give AD more of a time to shine for sure on the team. But 
you know what? I understand why DeMarcus Cousins did it. I dislike it like you did because it just kind of makes this league so top-heavy. And, you know, here's the thing. I'll say this right now. It's for sure not going to be gold saving Cavs in here, but I don't know. <laughs> um, actually, I'm going to quickly ask you that question. Um, you can come back to what we were just discussing if you like before we go into our final basketball thing. No, I, think, I, think, I think we're good with that. But anyway, go we're ahead. Gonna, I'm going to ask you this question um, just quickly. Uh, so who do you think the finals are going to be? It's not going to be Cavs, Golden State. Not going to happen. But who do you think it's going to be? This year? Yeah, this year. <laughs> if I'm being, if, if if my dream would be Celtics Lakers, that's that's my dream. Um, only because I want I, I I love Curry, amazing player. But I want Durant to I want Durant and, and Boogie to be punished by the basketball gods. Um, so. The dream matchup would definitely be Celtics versus Lakers, LeBron versus Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, uh, versus uh, whoever else is on the Lakers. <laughs> but <laughs> no, but uh, oh, sorry, Stevenson, uh, Rondo, uh, um, um, flop, sh- shacking a fool. Uh, what's his name? <laughs> wow, McGee, uh, there it is, John Bale, Joe Bale, McGee. Uh, no, but. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh yeah that's my dream matchup. Yeah. If I'm talking numbers, if we're talking like production, I still think it's gonna be between the like the East is gonna be between the Celtics and the Raptors. Bar none, there's nobody in the East but the Celtics. Oh and the Raptors. okay okay okay. You're gonna argue against me? I dare you, but it's gonna. No oh okay. Oh Philadelphia. Ooh. <laughs> Yo, okay, oh, okay. the Timberwolves. Oh, anyway. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then you got like the Lakers and the Warriors. And oh, I forgot the the Rockets. Whoops, Rockets Whoops. with Melo. Oh no, and they they they, <laughs> they they let go of the of three of three key players for Melo. Watch with Melo goes back to averaging thirty four games. Oh no, that'd be crazy. No, but. <laughs> It's going to be either the Lakers or... Actually, no. You know what? I'll put the Lakers in the back burner because I know LeBron is really being patient with his team. He has four years with the Lakers. So mm-hmm. he's going to be very patient. I'd say give them a year. But I think they're going to get pretty far into the fin- uh, into the semis or into the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. Um, so it's either going to be the Warriors or the Rockets. Because the Rockets, they had it this year. They just, they just got bogged down with... Paul getting injured like that's the only thing yeah. that's like literally the only thing that was honestly, stopping him from getting honestly. from from getting into the finals like, that was it like the, I feel the Warriors, so bad the Warriors Paul. the Warriors um won by luck I not by luck but they they had a they had a they had a they had a break with, with Paul getting they injured. got a break they got a break because Chris I watched that series you know I was really in that and yeah chris paul getting injured like i saw them like, that's it that's it yeah, that's like, it so yeah like uh, I, it, it's gonna be those four i don't know yeah. about the two but uh who's gonna be the top i i, I really want Celtics lakers but i think my heart's gonna go for maybe raptors warriors maybe raptors rockets i feel like this is this is this is the year which we should probably transition to our final topic. Yeah, oh. so I, I, I'll chime in on that and then I'll transition. I'll okay, say. go ahead. So uh, ahead. first, uh, you're sleeping on Philadelphia. 
Uh, they I am, are up and I there. I will always and forever sleep on Philadelphia. But anyway. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, ignoring that. Uh, Celtics by like by like bar none. Come on. Like Brad Stevens, great coach. This team, this team looks solid. Jason Tatum, another year. Jalen Brown, another year. Development. Like they're they're looking gold. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm gonna say this. I like sure. I understand the Raptors have Kawhi Leonard. That's that's amazing. That's great, but Philly just it's a young team, another year of development. Ben Simmons is going to improve his game. Joel and Beats what a beast. Um going on that too. Uh Markel Fultz, what I've noticed with all these Philly, uh it's so it's funny. It's like they sacrifice uh the rookie year to like the same hickey god or something like that. <laughs> or like where like literally it's like, okay, they're gone for a year in Joel Bean's case two years. Uh, but they come back stronger, basically. And, you know, who knows? Markel Fultz comes in, his shot's golden, and now you literally have a team with Markel Fultz. You got, uh, you got Ben Simmons, you got Joel and B, Dario Sarks, great. Like, I, I don't sleep on Philly. Philly, they can be deadly. And barring just, like, some playoff inexperience against Boston, um, I, I really feel like, you know, I think Philly's really up there. But, uh, Let's transition this to the final topic about like this NBA we're talking about, and that's that's Kawhi Leonard going to um, Toronto. And I don't think we've ever seen such a for Raptors at least just like a top three potential MVP candidate yep. going to the Raptors like that. That is huge. But I love I love this little line you wrote here. Goodbye NBA's most loyal player. Hello, Raptors. and uh, I'll let you take it from here. Yeah, that's that's exact. Ah, let me tell you. I I remember I remember where I was. I remember exactly. I was at a Tim Hortons with a friend. We were drinking coffee after yeah. after going to the gym, and I was literally on my phone. And or sorry, before before that, when um uh, when I was at home, I was reading through like the headlines for the news because you know, yeah, trying to be informed. And I see oh the next. Um, the next contender for Kawhi, Kawhi's uh, move would be the Raptors, and I'm like, oh, they're gonna do it. And I, my when I said that, my thinking wasn't they're gonna trade DeRozan for Kawhi. I was thinking like they're gonna give out four or five core players. They might give out Valanciunas. So I'm thinking like Valanciunas and maybe Van Vliet, but I think at that point Van Vliet already signed. But yeah. my, but I think it would have been like that uh, Valanciunas, um, like my hopes was gonna be like either Ibaka with two bench players. Like I I love our bench players, but at the same time it's like if we get Kawhi for that, that's a steal. That's a steal. That that was what I was thinking, and I was like, okay, cool, and like I didn't think of it anything else. And then going to the gym, and like I was like, uh oh, there's been rumors that DeRozan's gonna get traded with Kawhi, and I'm like, no. No, and we were drinking coffee. This is like, this is like a nine, okay, maybe like ten o'clock in the morning, and we're drinking coffee. We're having a conversation. Time passes, and I I get a ding on my phone. It's like big news. They traded DeRozan for Kawhi, and I kid you not, I yelled at the Tims. Everybody was like, "What the heck happened? Why is this kid? Why is this like? Why is this kid yelling? No, like what? And like my friend was, my friend was like. What happened? Like they traded our best player for for a great player. Like 
they traded <sighs> traded one of the most loyal players in NBA, a player that in his whole heart from when we when we signed him when he was a kid, when we mm-hmm. had trust in him and my by the way, management and the coaches saw him as just another side yeah. player to I think Bosch at the time, right? And you just have this great player and who really dedicated his craft, by the way, yeah. which you don't see anymore. Mid range nope. shooters. You nope. don't see you you don't see that player anymore. You you see like God. And now he's with Lamarcus Aldridge, the uh, other mid range So I'm like we're talking the the most loyal player who really poured his heart to Toronto and Toronto really took him in as their own. And Toronto really poured their heart, their heart to him because we we saw this kid move from, from from you know, uh, the kid from Compton to the struggling raps to starting up the raps, and next thing you know, we're winning sixty sixty one uh, sixty games. Yeah. Next thing you know, we made the the semi, or sorry, the the Eastern Conference Finals, mm-hmm. and we made the East semis, and all these big things happen with these, with this player, and I. I can agree with Masai, okay, with Masai Jiri, our president, that yeah, we've been doing this for five years and nothing's changed. Cool, mm-hmm. you know, insanity. You know what they say about insanity? You know, you keep doing the same thing, hoping for different results. I get it, but we're talking of like this is this is more this is more than basketball. This is more than numbers. This is more than investing on it for five years. This is like the kid. Like this is emotional stuff. This is investment on a person. You know, and I was so annoyed. I was so frustrated with Masai because you you lose out on one of the greatest player and now one of the greatest rappers of all time, and mm-hmm. you're getting him for someone who just wanted out from that team. He could have been anywhere. He could have been in the. He wanted to be in the Lakers. He could have been in the Clippers, which, by the way, yeah. is like another rumor. The, the yeah. next the next big team to pick him up might be the Clippers. But he wanted mm-hmm. to be in LA, and now we're we're. This is gonna be like you know a one year rental, which is why I think this is the year for the Raptors to win a championship. This is the year for I. It's all in or go home. It's either all in or we're going back to, to square one. In Mississauga. He bought a house. He bought a house in Toronto. Mm, I don't know. That that doesn't. It doesn't mean it, but you know it's it's a cool thing to see. It's not a bad thing. LeBron bought a house in Cleveland, and in Miami, and in. Los Angeles, I get it. He did four years, four years, four years, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but like, four years of Kawhi would be cool. I mean, four years. That's of... true. That's true. Yeah. Wade um, has I'm... a house in like. I'm kidding. But anyway, continue. They all have houses everywhere. Yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna go in this. Uh, James, you, you sweet, sweet, you sweet little innocent boy. Uh, <laughs> the NBA. I hate to break this to you, son, but the NBA is a business. Yeah. Loyalty. Loyalty, uh, uh-uh. uh, doesn't matter if you're not winning ships, you might as well quit. Like this is what I'm saying. What you said is so completely true, and my heart kind of breaks for Demar. But man, the NBA is a business, and like whenever there's like a contract dispute with players or a player saying like I want to leave my own team or yeah. like a player saying like. I got drafted by this team. I want to leave and do different things. Yeah. I'm always on the player side because I fully believe as a player, like as any employee in any business, yeah. has the right to pick their destiny. 
And to be tied down with like this idea of loyalty, I understand it, it feeds into your cred, your you know your your story, and you know that's something to consider. Mm-hmm. But you know if you want to go for it, and it has, as much as I hate to say it, Durant, you know same thing. He made that movie, said I'm going to do this. He went for it, right? And you know what? I as much as I hated it, I still support him because like this is him. This is what I feel ideal. Just the NBA, just being that business going kind of cutthroat and you know what as much as like heartbreak it was for the raptors it made sense you echoed this saying we've been doing this for five years it hasn't worked let's go all in let's go for it let's get Kawhi. let's see how this goes and you know what they did and you know it was cold it was logical but uh you know it was uh, i was glad to see it to be honest and you know what they have like they have they upgraded they have a better player and you know, let's see, let's see. I applaud them for this, what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of factors too. Why he seems to have some issues now, especially. I feel like it's old media by his uncle. That's why I hear too, that right, like right. really uh, his uncle driving this force too. And I don't know, maybe after a year in Toronto, things like reverse and he stays. That'd be cool too. But you know what? I. Uh, it's a business first, and the Raptors, they made the coldest, most logical move, I feel. And you know what? I, I fully support them, too. You know, San Antonio said, we need to get, like, a player to back us up. And you know what? DeMar is a loyal player that's going to stay with them, too. And you know what? It works. Like, they made the playoffs without Kawhi Leonard just leaning on the Marcus Aldridge. Now they have DeMar DeRozan. Let's see what they do. Let's see how they run. And you know what I feel? It's, it's both teams. Just giving it a shot. Raptors trying to get that championship and San Antonio saying, let's try making the best out of this bad situation. Let's go for it. Uh, so that's why, you know, I see your loyalty argument, but you know what? The whole idea of the business, I, I, I understand that. And, you know, I, that's the side I lean to, to be honest. And how cold that sounds, but yeah. Okay. No, I, I'm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Um, I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm. Accept it. I, I know, no, no. I accept it. You're, you're right. Um, I, I hate thinking about the NBA as a, as a business, but it's true. These are, there's a reason why there's a Nike check mark on the on the right on the right part of the jersey, and there's, um, a sponsorship on the left. There. Oh gosh. Sponsorship. Good year. What is it? What's on the self? Um, general, general, general yeah. Oh, God, yeah, no, uh, but you're you're totally right. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna about face and not you know deal with that idea. But like I I just gotta be like we're we're talking more than basketball. We're talking like um, how would you feel, right? If you pour like you can apply this in 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 your day in in a daily. In, into anyone's life, right? You you pour your you pour your heart out into the company. You 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 um you give them your best, and they they ask for your best. You start off slow, but they they ask for your best, and you give them your best, and you give them the the most amazing productivity wise, performance wise, the best five years. But then they decide to let you go for someone who hated their past company and has a bad track record with. Uh, keeping co- with you know with staying in that company because they got um I don't know whatever 
like this is this is an investment of the heart this is the investment on a, on a, on a 19 20 year old boy at the time and they blew it i personally think the raptors are they're gonna retire the rosen's jersey if they don't uh toronto will hold a rally if they if they don't if they don't erect a statue toronto will make it like either it's gonna be um norm kelly was it norm kelly mm-hmm. like the counselor from 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 ward six i think he he's like the sixth dad uh, yeah i love his tweets oh yeah. man he's such a, it's so funny remember i said this side note but he uh he tweeted saying no you're allowed back to toronto yeah I, yeah I, exactly I, I exactly exactly yeah so either um, he's gonna he's gonna be like okay we need to save up some money you know and erect uh the rosen statue however i'd like to think if it's gonna be either a dunking pose or like a nice like jump shots fade or whatever mm-hmm. but it's gonna be it's gonna be there and i expect that in the next several years and if we don't get that then that's a dishonor to one of the greatest players no sorry not one of the greatest raptor of all time yeah. i'm i'm gonna say i'm gonna say a point i'm gonna let you do a quick rebuttal and then we'll slide into the nerd topic but uh i'm gonna do this quick yeah uh, a few words do it life is tough People do what they do to get better. Companies, teams, doesn't matter. Yeah. Cutthroat world, and uh, I, you know, I wish you could look at the look at through those romantic eyes that you have, Jane. But uh, that's how the world is, and yeah. that's all I'm gonna say about that. That's all I'm gonna say about that. I agree. I agree. Um, speaking of cutthroat, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so great. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of cutthroat, let me just. Oh, I that mm, mm. <laughs> I, I can go I can go I can go get personal, but that was a very bad day for me. Like um like no 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 not because of there was a different, completely different reason why it was a bad day for me. But like it was a pretty bad day for me going into the cinemas and then <laughs> watching that. But which but I got I was late because I was I was I was uh anyway, I was just late. And I go into the cinemas and we we had um, priority seating, but it was like in the middle of the cinema, and yeah. it was already like five seven minutes into the movie. Like we're mm-hmm. talking like Loki's about to die. Oh, spoiler mm-hmm. alert! But I'm pretty sure <laughs> I've seen it. But Loki's, okay, are, I'm, Loki's I'm, about to I'm die. Sure, I'm sure anyone that gives a crap about Infinity War yeah. has watched Infinity yeah, War. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I can't go in. So I had to sit on the on the stairs. I had to watch this movie on the stairs. Wow. So it was a pretty crap like crappy experience. Great movie though. Um, but Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. And oh then gosh. dust. And it's just, how do you feel about the movie? Give me give me uh, you know Okay, so two, I'll two, give two you minutes a bit of, of your of your thoughts for this one. I'll give you some context. I am not the biggest Marvel guy. Um right. I feel like they're fun movies. There are movies that I can pay to go in, watch some friends and say I'm for sure going to have an okay time with this movie. I'll probably have some laughs, see some okay, good action. Cool. Um, I watched Infinity War. You know, like my favorite Marvel part, part is probably Guardians of the Galaxy. Because you know what I love about Guardians of the Galaxy? It has that aspect that makes it so unique. You see the director's take on that 
And that's why I like those movies because mm-hmm. they don't, they feel different. But then you have things like, and you know, your Ant Man, you have your uh, Iron Man, which kind of kickstarted this, but your Thor, the Dark World 2, whatever. And they all kind of blend into this, yeah, they're good movies, but this kind of, eh, sort of feel. That's at least how I approach it. I understand why people, they're fans of this, and I, I respect that. Um, you know, good on you. Like, I'm glad you enjoy this. This is like literally, this is a crazy thing you're seeing. Yeah. but yeah, yeah, yeah. when i watch when i watch that movie i i feel like i'm a big cinephile but just watching that movie it just it, it didn't really feel like i was watching a movie per se like i i love my movies and stuff like that too you know like i i kind of you know watching like the godfather things like that too where you know it's it's a driven story where this guy you know created something where it, you know, they worked on the script and they had this, you know, this beautiful little saga, the whole Godfather trilogy about this one man. And it's a beautiful film and, you know, it's a great movie. Um, but then you watch, like, Infinity Wars and, like, it, it is just so much stuff, like, thrown into this one movie. So many characters, so many things. And, like, I don't know, maybe because I didn't really have investment before, it didn't really hit me in the end. But, like, right. it, Feel like I was watching a movie. It just felt like I'm just watching like characters and this background of the script and tension, and it really wasn't there for me. Like I enjoyed it. I had a I had a fun time with the movie. I'm like this is fun. Um, I love the memes afterwards. Mr. Star feeling so good. Like stuff like that. That's great. But like it's just it's just not a thing. Like I I watched it once. And, you know what? That's enough for me. Like I've I have, I have no real desire to watch it again, and that's about it. And like you know what, I'll I'll say this too, like you know how spoiler alerts at the ending he snaps his finger, and everyone kind of disappears, things like that too. And like now I know, well next movie they're not dead. Like I saw Black Panther go to ashes, and like that's a, like three two billion dollars worth because Black Panther was like one of the biggest movies this year. Yeah. Um. And I was watching that, like, he's back. He's going to come back. Yeah. They're not going to just do one Black Panther movie. No. This is, and going back to what I was saying, it's business. It's all the business. These people that went away, that turned to Ash, they are coming back. Spider Man is going to be a cash cow. Black Panther is a cash cow, cash cow too. But, like, it's the business side of it, too. And I just kind of, you know, you, I see you, you like seeing, like, like the heart in the NBA, and I love that part too. But I see the business side of it, mm-hmm. um, but now it's kind of reverse where I'm seeing the business side of movies take over, and, and it kind of hurts because like I love those, uh, just like those just personal driven things where it's just like some guy who had this idea, who had this script, and was trying to really push something and create something unique and on his own. And even if it's like not that great or if it doesn't really hit home, I still respect that so much. And what I feel from these Marvel movies, it feels like how can we make sure everyone's happy? And you know what? They're quality movies, but still, it, it feels like there's like a lack of, like most, it feels like a machine produced product. And that's what, yeah. And that went over two minutes, I know, but uh, that's that's no, how no, I feel. Okay, you're good. You're and that's good. how I felt about the movie. Yeah. No, fair, fair. Um, Spider-Man and on a PS, I don't, we can, we, we can go short on this one because this one's like pretty crazy, but damn. 
that game yeah. looks it looks fun it looks fun i uh <laughs> i'm like short on on osap money but like, <laughs> no no hold on hear me out here not not because of me buying a ps4 i still don't have a ps4 my goal this sem- this semester and for the next semester is to like save up money pay off yeah. osap and maybe buy a ps4 on christmas because I can't. Treat there's there's three games. Girl, treat your sale. I I will. I will. <laughs> I will. I'm I'm gonna buy a PS4 and I'm gonna buy the three games I'm gonna buy is definitely um uh NBA. Uh, yeah. I'm still I'm still debating if I should get live or 2K. Um, uh, because 2K. live Just looks good. 2K. Okay. Just get 2K. Just okay. get 2K. Okay. 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 Live okay. needs to work out some issues. Live yeah. is like li- live is looking better every year, but got issues. There's still yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Spider Man. This one I feel like because Spider Man has a special place in my heart because that's like the yeah. first hero movie that I've watched. Oh gosh, I kid. love those movies. Right? Oh man, the, the Mark Fire ones. Oh, yeah. Rainy. Sorry, uh, series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rainy. Just a little introduction. Spider Man Two, my favorite because you know what, and I am gonna put this there again. Sam Raimi put his flavor into that movie, and it was a beautiful story of one man just um. Just Feeling the pressure of the world getting to him, yeah, and just accepting his responsibility. And you know what? With the superhero elements, it still had a great personal to it too. Right. And that's what I love about that movie. That's what, yeah. But go on, go on. No, that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to share a funny story with you on the Spider-Man. Thing. Please, go so ahead. Yours. so there was this Easter egg. So basically, this one guy, he was with his girlfriend for like five years, right? Have you heard this? No, no, I haven't. Okay, okay, great. Okay, so um, you're in for a treat. So he's with his girlfriend for five years, and like you know, five years, he's getting up to the age. He's like, you know what? I want to post, but how do I do it in an interesting way? So they're kind of like a gamer, so they love video games. And he messages Insomniac, creator of Spider-Man on PS4. And he's right. like, hey, I want to propose to my girlfriend. Can you work something in? So literally, um, in one of the game, uh, in the game, sorry, uh, one of like, like the movie theaters. There's like a movie theater, and where it would say like the movie's playing right now, it says like, "Oh, so and so, will you marry me?" And um, you know, it took some months to do that. So it took maybe about five, six months. And he says like, "Oh, it's no big deal. We've been dating for five years. We'll still be together." Um, and then you know, she'll see this, and then they could propose. It'll be nice. But oh nope, they broke up. They broke oh, up. So no. so yep, they broke up. So now you play that game and you see that little Easter egg and you say like, oh god, that that went from heartwarming just to heartbreaking right there. Just just like that. Just like that. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. That sucks. And like oh. yeah, I don't know what happened between the two of them. But oh gosh. Oh my gosh. That oh. like imagine him playing the game. You just see that. It's just, God, the feels but yeah 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 um super excited that that looks like a great game i love spider-man like i said like honestly spider-man 2 is one of my favorite um just superhero movies mm-hmm. um i felt like it was back in the age too and i i sorely miss this um where um even like the point where uh cgi wasn't like the main showing because like now you watch a lot of these Marvel movies and CGI is everywhere you can do whatever you want but yeah what those movies early 2000s like mid 90s things like that too they knew CGI wasn't that great and to be honest you can tell when it's CGI even now but um 
and it takes me out of the movie. It feels, I honestly feel that way too. But before they they would they'd be able to work it in, and they would be able to enhance practical stuff they had to, and it still it still looks great. Like honestly, I I recommend this. Watch Jurassic Park. Um, it still holds up because they knew how to put their CGI and mix it in with the. Wait, the newest one? It, the newest one? No, 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 Jurassic Park. Jurassic World is like a monstrosity. Okay. We're not talking about Jurassic World. Jurassic okay. World, like, it tears me up a little, like, honestly. Yeah. I I honestly feel like after Jurassic Park, there's nothing. Jurassic Park is near as perfect as a movie as I can imagine. Just just, a, just an excellent movie. I, I, I love that movie. I I I watched a 3D one with my friends, and what mm-hmm. a the theater goes great. Like, if I had the ability to go back in time, I would go to uh first i think i would probably go um and this is like just like me nothing like solid but still i would love to go back to um uh, wembley stadium and see uh queen perform uh at live aid because that's one of those historic that'd be amazing i actually went to wembley stadium uh, last year when i went to england to watch a soccer game and it it, it was crazy just to be in something that was so closely tied to history yeah. like that music history um and then another one i would love to be in that like innocent age of like kind of like that like that mid 90s age when jurassic park came in because my dad my mom described this saying like when this movie came out people would watch it like six times because it was nothing you ever saw before and you know what i i kind of wish i had that experience with this like what i feel is like almost a movie really yeah no i yeah okay well, yeah, I I've I've nothing to say other than, um, how dare you not bring me to London? Uh, and, uh, I'll uh, I'll pack you my bags. You you know what? Actually, no, James, you're ultra jack. You can just probably like like throw yourself there. I don't know. I know that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you can that, do. <laughs> I don't know where that was gonna go, but okay. I don't know. Um, I guess the yeah. last thing. Yeah. Uh, you bring it up. Bring it up. So, so what did I? So what did I write? What did I so, so, solo flop, <laughs> solo flop, solo flop. Um, yeah, I wasn't gonna when I saw that when I saw the the poster and everything. I was kind of excited, but yeah. I saw childish. What's his name? Childish, Gambino. Uh, no, no, childish Glover. Donald no. Gambino. <laughs> Donald Childish. Donald Donald Glover Bino. Donald Glover. Uh, and uh, then you got well, Emilia Clark, aka uh, the Queen of the Dragons. Bane and you had like some guy, yeah. And you had like some guy who does not look like console um, at all. By the way, they could have passed. <laughs> I'm I'm still gonna be pissed about that because I saw this one actor yeah. who pulled off an amazing. Um, yeah. the, the guy they hired for Han Solo, he was so hairy. Um, yeah. He, and he would make all these weird bear-like noises. I was really confused. He, yeah. 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 Wait. No, I I haven't seen it. I, wait, I ha- wait. Oh, sorry. I that was too long. Oh. My bad. That's. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. I didn't even get that until now. What? Oh no. <laughs> you didn't watch the movie yet. No. You should. I will. Sure? I will eventually. What what's we'll, on we'll bring my? We'll bring it up when he watches it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's on my What's on my record right now? Is I had I borrowed the Blu-ray version of, or the Blu-ray copy of the Last Jedi because, 
uh, the apparently the documentary is amazing, so I'm gonna give that a watch really? this week, this oh. weekend. The documentary. I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you about the last that I write after we finish because there's something interesting. But uh, go, go on, go on. No, no, that's it. I I haven't watched it. I I, I went through forty five, fifty percent of it, but I'm yeah. I've decided to hold it off until the weekend and actually watch it on in its entirety so I can enjoy yeah. it. So, yeah. Yeah. I. Solo, I had very low expectations going in to watch this movie. Yeah, yeah. All the director changes, stuff like that. I was like, gosh, what's going on? What's going on? You know what? I watched it, and I was pleasantly surprised. It was just, it was a nice story. It, it, it was actually kind of like a fun little time. I watched it with a friend, and it was mm. a fun time, actually. Like, I, I enjoyed the movie, too. You know, it, it wasn't, like, anything offensive. Like, right. no, gosh. Like, honestly, there was times where I had fun with the movie. I was kind of, like, really invested into it. I was thinking, like, ooh, this is interesting. Where is this going to go? And you know what? It felt it didn't, It felt different. It didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. And you know what? It certainly didn't deserve the amount of hate it got uh, got from it. And I, I honestly, I and I frankly believe in, like, oh, wow, what a like, big Sherlock Holmes moment. But uh, I feel like a lot of it was just a lot of, like, hardcore fans kind of cooling off on star wars ever since the last jedi and my god how weird is this that we live in a time like one of the most divisive movies now is um the last jedi like i watched that movie afterwards and i never thought to myself like oh man people are going to be like super angry about this that things will be like this whole big thing yeah. like i didn't expect it but like you you've been through it we went i've seen it and like it is it's crazy there is legitimately so much like hate for this movie and um and it's not i i i i don't i i i see what people are saying but i i myself i i enjoyed the movie yeah i like i said like i like the idea of this one guy just trying something different with the star wars franchise and you know what it led to some interesting places it's not a perfect movie i'll give it to that i'll give it that but you know what? And I'll say this: I'd rather watch the Last Jedi over the Force Awakens, which I felt was kind of a rehash, uh, like you know, another kind of Marvel movie. Where it's like, you know, it's a good movie, good laughs, enjoyable, but it didn't really, it didn't really feel like a movie, like some creative vision to it. And what I felt with like the Last Jedi, I felt there was depth to it. That movie got me to feel something genuinely new about these new characters and. That was amazing, and you know what? I'm not gonna go into it more because like there is, there is like so much about this. There is, mm-hmm. if you ever watch like it, like honestly, go to any YouTube comments, read it on Reddit, and there's, there's a lot of stuff on this. There is a lot of people like just that hate this movie and say it killed everything about Star Wars. And yeah, and it, and it kind of I'm gonna use this to bring up like a quick question. Uh, when we watch this, we watch The Last Jedi together. Um, uh, me and um, uh, Mitch, he's yeah. like another friend of ours. Um, him and I were pretty good on the movie. We we enjoyed it. We we enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I'll say this: I recall you being the lukewarm about it. I want to ask, how has has your feelings changed about the movie at all? Yes, because I watched after that. I watched it another five, six times. Uh, you know, I invested a lot on that on that movie. Um, yeah. But 
it, it really because it was the first time it was like what the hell happened it was yeah. very it was very like i was there was too much information mm-hmm. in two and a half hours i still it was only later on that i realized that canto bite really had no place in that entire movie um <sighs> And I definitely agree. I think it was Mitchell or you who who said that um, Canto Bite really had no place in that movie. And I get it. They were setting up for um, whatever. They were setting up for the next big Star Wars uh, series or whatever that may be. But my point is, they could have done that in a complete. They could have just. They could have just kept it as there's this kid who has the Force. Like that's it. They could have just been okay with. It. They they could have just kept the ending. Uh, Canto Bite could have been. Uh, some something else or somewhere else. Yeah. Um, I, other than that, like the it just took me a while to process things. It just took me a while to be like, oh, we forget that Leia has is force sensitive, and yeah. as much as everyone was saying, what the hell? Why is she Superman? No, we're talking about a universe where you you get your arm cut off. We'll give you a robotic arm. What's another thing about her freezing a little bit in in the ice in space, and she's what she she has in her blood, um, you know, Jedi DNA. Don't say the midichlorians. Or sorry, yeah, okay, fine, midichlorians. Don't say it. Don't say. (laughs) No, but like in in seriousness, like seriously, like she's force sensitive we forget that we we've never been exposed to that idea she was able yeah. to communicate with vader and luke through the force even in the older movies right she was like yeah. i sense my brother or i said like there's something here or whatever mm-hmm. but yeah you forget that she's force sensitive and you know she may not have been using it but she clearly has it and the fact yeah. that she survived that right and yeah it's i feel like people don't respect uh that part that that idea that part of the movie where there's so many aspects of this family that we take for granted that when you put it into light they're like what the hell why mm-hmm. how yeah. how why yeah. she's force sensitive guys don't forget that and then another <laughs> thing there's a lot of like theories and a lot of scientific stuff we can apply all the science we want in this movie we have to remember it's science fiction right I that's know. another thing too and and to throw people off I think was one of the most was one of the riskiest but also mm-hmm. the most genius thing Ryan Johnson ever like would do with this movie which is why I think this movie is like in my top three for um, Star Wars set I think it, it'd be number three for sure um, so you know, A New Hope and then Empire Strikes Back yeah. I that's actually kind of surprising I I thought that you get kind of loose you were kind of with people that kind of like liked it yeah. um like from the get-go that you would kind of cool off on it but it, it seems like you kind of warmed up to it yeah. you know like i like again i don't want to get into it too much because like there's like, there's like a lot of points like people have spent hours youtube videos countless just on this on this like it is it is crazy how much one movie can cause just so much divisiveness and you yeah. know what all, all those points I, I echo with you. When you're watching a movie, like it's science fiction. Yes, you can always get like the whole like technical thing, like, well, they actually could have why don't they you know, why don't they always just like blast ships through other ships? Because that would like yeah. so many 
like you know, I hate like using that mocking bird voice, but I'm just saying the movies are more than just the technical elements of plot, I feel. It's how they make you feel. I don't remember, I didn't consider just saying like, oh, I consider it saying like, oh, why did they do that line? But that was kind of like a thought. Mm-hmm. But what what kind of stood out more to me was there was like this one scene in the movie where where like you know it's it's like kind of like the rebellions at the lowest point like the resistance they're at their lowest point and then like you see that Luke Skywalker actual projection basically walk by and there was this really cool scene where like they were all like like all of the resistance people they just like got up and they just kind of like stared at them sort of and yeah. they're like wow what are we seeing and you know it's it's kind of cool because it's just like this is like kind of like a legend starting basically. You see that with the kids, right? You know what? That that felt cool to see. That felt like that that was it felt new. It felt great to see. Like there's there's it's not a perfect movie. Like no, it's like not. like no, I said, no like there's like some issues. Like I there's some things I really wish that they did and valid criticisms. And personally, like different plot they could have done. To kind of like make the next is like this is one point I'll state the issue with this movie and they could have really easily reversed this I feel is when it comes to like episode nine I have no idea what's gonna be going yeah. on like there's like with Empire Strikes Back like cliffhanger Han Solo's gone um you know Luke lost his hand or at this low point things like that too um like with this movie. I don't know how to feel about it. And, you know, I think it's a common having different directors, different ideas, mm-hmm. people trying to do different things. Um, and it just kind of got kind of a little muddled. But, like, I don't know what they're going to do with Nine because now they got to wrap this all up. And I don't know. We'll see. It's J.J. Abrams. Let's see what it can do. Um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Nine um, part one, nine part two. Yeah, I don't know. I honestly, I, I, I don't know. Like, that's why I'm interested. I still like the movie on um, but like like I said, like if you really want to push the envelope, and you know what, I think people would have preferred this. And maybe I'm missing the whole point of the movie if I'm saying this, but still, I like felt like instantly like why not kind of because like you have this whole thing where Kylo Ren's like you know you know forget the past, forget that Sith Jedi stuff. Yeah, take my hand and let's do something different. I'm like, oh my gosh, what happens if she actually grabs her hand? Wouldn't that be like kind of crazy that they join up into this, this different thing yeah and it would have been like really interesting and kind of it would be it would be an anticipation for episode nine episode nine now now i don't know now i don't know but it would be anticipation another thing i think there's a big character backlog here um i'm fine with rose Ro- rose represented you know that hope with the resistance and yeah. I felt her arc would have been so good with here's the thing, this is what I imagined, and like, you know, I hate being this type of person, like I wish they'd be better. But thematically, it was all about kind of Finn and Rose. Finn kind of understanding that there's more to this than just like yourself. Like you have to fight for this larger cause, right? And you know what? I and just to kill two birds with one stone, at the end, I don't know, maybe instead Rose sacrifices herself. She dies, but do you remember that necklace that was her sister's because of her sacrifice? Yeah. Finn picks up that neck, uh, necklace somehow, and he's like, he's gonna remember this. He's gonna remember the sacrifice she made and yeah. how it's important to kind of stand up for something. 
you kind of get rid of a character, you send her off after, you know, this major part of this one movie, and you kind of give Finn that motivation to say, like, there's larger things to this. We have to fight for this. We have to fight against all this. And then, like, now he finds out, oh, gosh, Ray, my friend, my first friend ever, is not in the dark side, but now she's doing something different. And it, it really could lead to, like, wow, this could go in a lot of different ways. Like, whoa, what, what's going to go on with that? And that would have been kind of neat, to be honest. I would have no, been like, yeah, cool. Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, I, and, and I hate playing that way because they're like, oh, what, the, what I see from the movie, I'm like, I still am happy with, like, how it concludes. That's interesting. But I don't know what they're going to do with episode nine. We'll see in, like, a year or so, whatever. Yeah. You can only hope uh, for the best. Hope for the best, yeah. Because, yeah. like, I, I want to get good movies. I never want to say, I wish this movie would be terrible. Because why would I want to watch a terrible movie? I want to exactly. watch a good movie. Unless that terrible movie is The Room. And if that's the case, you want that movie. It <laughs> is so hilarious. Have you watched The Room? Yes, but I've watched um, The Disaster Artist before I watched The Room. You should watch The Room first, honestly. Right? I really, yeah. you should have watched The Room first. Yeah. Watch it with, like, I watch it with some friends. I watch it with my cousins. I love that. I love that movie. But uh, uh, any any last comments on this nerd section you have here? No, or nothing else. I think that that's all we got for tonight. Um, yeah, um, we 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 went for a solid while. You know what? This it's time flew. Time flew. And time flew. Uh, you know what? Uh, to the listeners, if there are any, um, and of course, this is this is this is all thanks to James. James really pushed us no, through. No, no, no. CJ, like honestly, like he he did here, and it's just been a real pleasure talking to you. And uh, you know what? I want this to keep going. And uh, for listeners too, um, we're just starting this. We want to do this for fun. Yeah. Uh, But if you have any like constructive criticism, anything like that to improve the show, you know, know. your thoughts and ideas, we'll take it. You know, because we we want to improve. We want to have fun by having this chat with each other. But if there's anything we could do that makes any potential listener have like kind of more fun time with us, I I I we'd be both happy to like exactly. you know, try some different things. But uh, exactly. otherwise, it's just been you know no matter what, it's been great talking to you, buddy. It's been excellent. You too, my friend. I actually wanted to make a quick comment. Um, halfway through, I realized that I was. Uh, I'm gonna apologize right now. Half of this podcast will have pretty bad audio from my end. Because apparently um, the software they were using, OBS, wasn't using my super professional $120 microphone. It was using my laptop microphone. So I'm going to try to edit. I'm going to try to edit as much as I can. But yeah. like I said in the beginning, we're going in raw. So, yeah. so you know, you're, there's going to be like really bad background. Uh, I hope not. But, you know, it should be okay. I, I uh, made my room pretty quiet. So. From what I hear from my end, you sound pretty it's our first episode it's not going to be perfect i'll definitely make sure the next episode will definitely be uh, a better version and yeah that's it all right yeah. well with that uh, my name is rahul and my name uh, is cj and uh we're signing off on our first episode thank you yeah.